look, you can do everything and you can say everything right, but there are always going to be people who misunderstand you and people who distort your words and intentions. I'm going to tell you why you shouldn't bother explaining yourself or defending yourself and reveal to you the source of your struggle if you are a people pleaser or if you feel bad whenever people don't like you or whenever they disagree with you. But first, let me tell you a bit more about myself and my struggle with this so that hopefully you can learn from my mistakes. Ever since I was young, I was always afraid of being misinterpreted or being misunderstood. And honestly, like, no anger towards my parents, but a lot of it was because of my parents. You know, when I was younger, the people around me would always make assumptions about what I believed, what I believed in, uh, what I was thinking, or why I did things. Uh, they believed that they knew my intentions. They believed that they really knew me. And growing up like that was so frustrating because maybe they were like half right, or maybe sometimes they'd be right. But more often than not, they just projected what they believed was true of me when it wasn't. I mean, there was a period of time when my parents thought I was anorexic or when they thought that I struggled with my sexuality. Like, they just projected their fears onto me without actually asking me how I really felt about these things. <laughs> and I just, I, I can't. Like, I've, I've talked to friends about this and none of them like ever thought I struggled with any of those things. It's just mind boggling how people will misinterpret your actions or misinterpret what you have to say or project what they believe onto you and then proceed to define you however they like without consulting what you have to say about the matter or without asking you how you really feel about different things. So you can imagine how frustrated I always was whenever people misinterpreted my words or just made assumptions about me. And that led to me being very careful and cautious with everything that I said, right? Whenever people asked me a question, I would just stay silent until I figured out what I wanted to say in my mind because I wanted to accurately convey who I actually was, what I actually thought in a way that people would not misinterpret. But the problem with that is that no matter how eloquent you are and no matter what you say or how well you say it, there are always going to be people who misunderstand you. And it's not necessarily your fault. It's because people listen with different frames of mind and people, the way that they interpret and take in information is very affected by things that are happening around them, things that have happened to them and things that they are mentally going through at the same time. Stuff that has nothing to do with you. For example, if someone just went through a breakup and it was a really nasty breakup that didn't go well, maybe the other person cheated or something like that. Obviously, when you bring up your own relationship, relationship struggles, they're probably going to leap to the idea that, oh, that person's probably cheating on you. Or maybe insert those ideas into your mind. Instead of actually hearing what your struggle is, they're hearing what they identify with. And that is really how misinterpretation comes into effect. People are going to interpret things in the way that they identify with or in the way that they believe you to be and what they believe you to mean. Regardless of how you actually feel and regardless of your actual intentions, that's just how people are going to interpret information, whatever you say and whatever you do. And the point is, you have no control over that. They're, they are going to think what they want to think and they're going to do whatever they want to do. And you just have to remember and realize that you can only control your own actions. You can only control whatever you do. Whatever other people 
do with the information that you give them or whatever you tell them, that's, that's just on them. So if you find yourself repeatedly trying to explain how you feel about, about anything, could be religion, could be about politics, just expect that there are gonna be people who misunderstand you and people who are going to make assumptions about what you believe, what you believe in, just based on what they believe of you. It could be accurate or inaccurate. And honestly, you don't have any control over that. And that leads me back to one of the main points, which is don't bother explaining. I think there's value, there's a lot of value in being clear with your words and really putting how you actually feel eloquently in a way that people will understand. But there's only so much you can do. And beyond a certain point, it's just not worth the effort. Because the people who will understand you and the people who want to understand you, they're going to make the effort to listen and really hear what you have to say. And they're going to try to listen beyond just the words. But the people who are not going to understand you, there's literally nothing you can say that will change their mind. Proverbs chapter 9, verses 7 through 8 says, Whoever corrects a scoffer gets himself abuse, and he who reproves a wicked man incurs injury. Do not reprove a scoffer, or he will hate you. Reprove a wise man, and he will love you. Basically, what that proverb is trying to teach us is to not bother edifying or trying to correct people who are unwilling to listen or who are unwilling to change or learn more. You're much better off using that effort to explain to the people who actually want to understand, who actually want to learn, who actually want to know what you really mean. And the reason is simple, because there are people who are just gonna disagree with you, no matter what you say, no matter your logic, no matter your reason. There are just some people in the world who want to see you burn. And there are some people in the world who just want you to be wrong, who are going to demonize you no matter what you have to say, no matter how kind you act, no matter how nice you are or how you behave. Some people just wanna see the world burn. Alfred was right. Look, we see this all the time, especially with like celebrities and politicians. Honestly, people will misinterpret what they have to say and people will demonize them. And no matter how they defend themselves, no matter how they clarify themselves, and no matter how patient they are, there are just always gonna be people who hate on them. And that has nothing to do with how eloquent you are or how well you explain yourself. That has everything to do with the hearts of people. And I'm not saying that everyone's like this, but when you do recognize a person who is not willing to listen to reason or not willing to listen to logic, don't waste your time on them. Because no matter what you say, no matter what you do, it's never going to change their mind. What I want you to take away from this is that there are gonna be people who just wanna give you a hard time. So save yourself the headache and just don't bother giving these people your time and your energy. And that brings me to Isaiah chapter 2, verse 22, which says, Stop regarding man in whose nostrils is breath, for of what account is he? In that verse, the prophet Isaiah is basically telling us to not care so much about what people have to say, because all people are are just full of hot air, right? He's telling us to not hold the words of man in such high regard. The point is to stop worrying about what other people have to say about you and how you are perceived. It's very easy to fall into that trap of wanting to earn the approval of others and wanting validation from others. I mean, even for the normal person, if you have someone you look up to, of course you want them to think highly of you because you think highly of them. So it's a very natural desire for us to want to be liked, for us to want to be understood. But there's a lot of wisdom in this verse because if we are more concerned about how other people perceive us and less concerned about who we actually are, 
our attention is going to be divided. It's going to be split and our energy is going to get sucked into obsessing over what people think about us. And this is the exact trap that I fell into. I was obsessed over what people thought of me and I would be so frustrated. I spent so much energy just on trying to get people to understand me that I always ended up being frustrated and tired. And at the end of it, not everyone understood anyway. You know, life is just much easier and happier when you're not so worried about what other people have to say. So my hope for you is that you can take this first to heart and in all of your interactions, you wouldn't hold people's regard of you in such high esteem, but rather that you can find your value and your worth in yourself. If you struggle with people pleasing or when people don't like you or when you feel bad when people disagree with you, you really need to evaluate the source of your sense of worth. What do you think determines your value? What do you think determines your worth? Where do you get that from? Where do you get your validation from? You have to know and understand this because whatever takes that place in your heart, wherever you believe your sense of worth to be, that is what rules your life. And that's what's going to rule your life. If your sense of worth comes from other people, if it comes from the validation that you get from your friends or from parents or from family for doing nice things or getting good grades or being a kind or nice person, if the source of your worth comes from their praise and their validation for you, you're in trouble because people change, people are not perfect, and there are always going to be misunderstandings because we're not perfect communicators, other people are not perfect listeners, and there's just always going to be some point of contention. So if your sense of worth comes from what other people believe of you, I just need you to know that that's very unstable, unsteady, and unreliable. And it's because of those things that relying on the validation of others for your sense of worth is very dangerous. And it could be very harmful for you, especially when people misinterpret what you have to say. That also limits you to being generically likable. Because if you are more concerned about what other people think about you, you can't really be unique. You can't really be true to yourself. You can't really say what you actually believe because whenever you make a statement, that runs the risk of someone disagreeing with you and therefore disliking you and therefore you feeling insecure, all right? And that's why I hope for you that you wouldn't be shy about your beliefs, that you wouldn't be shy about what you think is right, what you think is wrong, the things that you believe in. And honestly, it's to your advantage to speak up about who you are and what you believe. And it's to your advantage not to care as much about the people who disagree with you and the people who dislike you because the more you speak up about the things that you believe in and the things that you think are true and the more you are who you are, the more you do the things that you enjoy, the things that you like, your hobbies, your favorite TV shows, the things that you like to do, the easier it will be for you to find other people like you and the easier it will be for them to find you. See, being generically likable, you know, it's good for having a lot of friends, but it's not as great for making real connections with people. Because if you're more worried about people liking you and people thinking well of you, you're just gonna become caught in self-denial eventually. And I worry for you that you won't even really know who you are. I recently watched Hamilton with my siblings and you know, I think what really exemplifies this is Aaron Burr versus Alexander Hamilton. 
Now, Alexander Hamilton in the play is very outspoken about what he believes, and he basically does whatever he thinks is right, regardless of who agrees with him or regardless of what other people think of him. He's very okay with people disliking him, and that ends up being to his advantage because he's able to find other people who align with his beliefs, and other people are able to find him more easily because he's so outspoken. That, in contrast to Aaron Burr, who never really portrays a stance on anything. He just talks less, smiles more, is a very generically likable person, but at the end of the day, no one really knows what his beliefs are. No one knows what he stands for. And because of that, he loses in the end. Hamilton is held at a much higher respect than Aaron Burr. And that's because Burr never made a stance. He was generically likable, but he didn't have any real connections. And I'm not gonna say that you should be like Hamilton or that you shouldn't be like Burr, but here's what I will say. It's better to have a few really good friends who you know, who you trust, and who know you and who trust you than to have many acquaintances or friends who don't really know you. The point of this whole video and what I'm trying to say is that you don't need to be liked by everyone and not everyone has to like or agree with you. That's okay. One, you can't control what other people think. You can only control how you behave, what you do, and what you say. Two. Don't bother trying to explain or defend yourself because most of the time, it's a waste of time. Three, don't hold the words of the people around you in such high regard or don't let them weigh so much in your life that you lose yourself or that you forget yourself. Don't let it get to the point where you compromise your convictions just to please others. Four, evaluate where your worth comes from. Really take a moment to look inside of yourself and see how much weight you put on the validation of others. Because I know validation from others is nice. It's nice to be praised. It's nice to receive validation from other people. It's nice to be spoken highly of. But if it weighs so much in your heart and your intentions that your entire identity becomes centered around it, it's very unhealthy, it's very dangerous, and it's very unstable. And so lastly, number five, don't be afraid to be unapologetically you. People are going to disagree with you. People are going to misunderstand you. People are not going to like you. But the more you allow yourself to actually be yourself and not worry as much about what other people think about you, the more you'll be able to find your tribe or the more you'll be able to find people like you and the more they will be able to find you as well. You know, you're going to be able to make much better connections. You're going to have much closer friends and you're just not going to be as worried. You're not going to be as unhappy and you'll just be able to live better. You're not going to have that looming stress over you about people misunderstanding you or people distorting your words and distorting your intentions.